It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Tough studio, Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcasts across the country on CBS Sports Network, and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Monday morning, hope you had a wonderful weekend, we are wrapping up February this week. Do we wrap up the quarterback situation this week? I hope so. We get some answers maybe by Friday. You had an interesting moment with your Rangers last night. We will get to it at some point. But maybe the greatest invention in the history of baseball was unveiled in spring training. I know some people don't like it. You'll get used to it. But this thing is awesome. And that is the pitch clock. I can't get enough. I can guarantee you I'm going to watch twice as much baseball this year as I did compared to last year because of this pitch clock. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Jay. And I think you and I are lockstep in this regard. I mean, it reminded me of watching a hockey game without many face-offs. I mean, you gotta you got to pay attention. The pitch is coming relatively quick. And I actually do like it. It is. Uh, it puts pressure on the batter. There's no more Derek Jeter. I'm going to get out of the box. I'm going to fix my gloves. I'm going to tap my cleats. I'm going to dig my foot in. I'm going to look around. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to go through all these little uh, gyrations that take like a, a total of a minute and a half. And all of that is gone now. And what is amazing is that the games are showing themselves to be about two hours and 35 minutes now. And which is really, I mean, look, I uh, I love baseball. I played baseball. Uh, I've been a lifelong Mets fan. Uh, I've sat through some of the worst games and some of the best games. And now comes this. And this is going to create, it's going to create some issues. There's no question. Manny Machado already got called out on a strike yeah. uh, because he wasn't in the box. Well, and you saw how one of the games ended. ended. We yeah. Saw, yeah, of right. course. I mean. But this is when it should happen this way. It should happen in spring training, and the players need to get used to it. Now, what was interesting, reading an article on Buck Showalter and how he's dealing with this, because, you know, Buck, he's got a, he's like the Bill Belichick of, man, yeah, of man. managers, although he hasn't won the, the championships that Bill has. But he's still somebody that people regard as, like, the, the godfather of baseball, for whatever reason. Whether you do or you don't, I do. Mm-hmm. And listening to him um, give a couple comments about... The nuances of this whole thing and the strategy behind it and how it's going to affect whether they're calling signals or how they're going to call signals to guys that are on the base base pass. I mean, it's really going to be fascinating to see how this whole thing unfolds. Now, the people in the minors have done this. They've lived with it. They've, they've uh, adjusted to it, and it's been fine. But now that it's at the major league level, to me, anyway, watching it over the weekend was actually kind of fun. And then hearing Max Scherzer saying that he believes that there's an advantage for the pitcher and that he will be able to exploit certain little nuances within the pitch clock uh, is going to be fun to watch and it's going to be fascinating to see how it does really affect the game. Yeah, and I don't want to hear any of these guys complaining about it, meeting managers and players. I, this is something that is important for baseball. The biggest problem that baseball has had from an on-field standpoint is the length of these games, the length of the regular. There's too much time. There's just about, too much baseball. How about Steve Traxel? Pitching oh, the to human Derek. rain delay. Well, pitching to Derek Jeter. Yeah, I mean, think yeah. about just think about those two players 
And that the nonsense that went on with those guys, and you know, and I know that it was like who they were as players, and it's what they were all about, and they needed that time for them to be successful. No longer, you know, no longer. Now it's like you know what I love about John Carl Stanton. He stays in the box. Yeah, he's always stayed in the box. Mm -hmm. And you, you like a guy that stays in the box. That's right. Keep it in the box. Stay in the box. And uh, this now is going to force it. And there is no question. Watching games over the weekend. That uh, it is going to have a profound effect on us watching the game because it is it is moving at a pretty fast pace. Yeah, and that's what it needs to be. I mean, baseball needed to adjust, and it did. This is finally something that really, really changes things. And pace of play is a big issue. I mean, I'm I'm not someone who is a Gen Z, eighteen years old who really has a terrible attention span, but. I'm 40, and I've got a pretty bad attention span. It's getting worse because of the world we live in, and stuff like this is more appealing to me when it's faster. It just is. Well, let me speak for the uh, the, the 60 and above crowd. Yeah. We're all, well, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, a lot of older fans are getting ticked off. Because, exactly. You know, they, they, don't want, they want to sit around. They want to meander just like the game has meandered over the years. But for me, somebody who does love baseball and who does watch it for a living, um, what, not only my own team, but other games and watching other games this weekend, I'm just telling you, it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating just watching the whole thing. There was a uh, Cespedes' brother was up for the White Sox yesterday. Mm-hmm. So this is me watching the Angels and the White Sox. Okay. And uh, I forget who there was a young pitcher on the mound. And, uh, you know, he had already been... Brought up the double A and and uh, uh, Wayne Randazzo was doing the game, I think. Yeah, of course, yeah. right. And so it was, it was kind of interesting listening to Wayne do it, do the game, and he was talking about this young pitcher about how you know I'd like to see him up in the majors. You know, maybe he's on the fast track. He's already had Tommy John, and he's throwing like a hundred miles an hour. And I mean, this guy was getting the ball and throwing it, getting the ball and throwing it, until the point where Cespedes was going so fast, he ended up looking and striking out. Uh, and he, as he was called uh, on a strike three, but to me that that little glimpse of what it, it was going to be like is uh, made me very satisfied. G. Oh yeah, of course. I'm, me me too. I was I was thrilled about it. Made me more excited for baseball season. A, a regular season game in a sport other than football to me. Two and a half hours is the perfect amount of time. The that's per- a hockey game. Per- By the way, that's it's a college game. basketball game, too. Right. A little now, less now, than that in college now, basketball. Now, the NBA has got to get rid of like 17 timeouts. Yeah. I mean, the amount of timeouts that are in the, the, the last five minutes of a basketball game is just freaking maddening. Sure. It is, is, the, it is the one thing that I just, I, it, it just drives me crazy. You know, the fouls, the timeouts, the whole thing. And I would think that, I don't know if the NBA will ever look at this. Uh, but they they should look at this and say to yourself, you know, these games got to get over with. And, um, you know, I, I would like to see them modify some of that stuff. To And I know uh, the hardcore basketball fan out there is going to disagree with me. But, I'm, again, I mean, how much time is spent the last three minutes of a close game in an NBA game? Real time. Oh, any God. idea? I mean, I mean, it's you got to at least quadruple the amount of time that's on the clock to real time. I mean, that's what it is. Just one after another after another, and the timeouts and they're squeezing in commercials. It's just, it's insufferable. It's a terrible watch. I mean, and then on top of it, the game itself has been very, very difficult to watch. But yeah, no, at the end of so, those games, it's horrible. So three of the major sports in this country have modified their rules to get the games a little bit shorter. Uh, to keep them moving and to, you know, have continuous action, if you can say that as continuous action, whether a guy strikes out or gets a hit. 
And I think baseball with the the modified shift rules and uh, the, the larger bases and everything else is also trying to create some offense. So I don't know. I just think it's going to be interesting as this thing goes uh, unfolds. And then when we get into the regular season, you got to believe the first month to six weeks, there's going to be a lot of these things that end up happening and being called. Uh, and that's going to make even for more discussion about the game of baseball because, you know, baseball has been lagging. Yeah, and then that the example at the end of the game where, you know, base is loaded, you think you're going to have a situation where there's going to be a, a walk or whatever it is, and the guy gets called out because he, uh, he didn't get in the box quick enough with eight seconds left on the clock, and then he gets, he gets called out. And, and I saw a lot of, you're not going to see this in the regular season. Don't, oh, yeah. wor- don't worry about it. You're not going to see it in the regular season. So I thought to myself, well, why not? So you're going to tell me now that when the regular season starts, you're not going to enforce the rule? What are we talking about? No, I think I think what most people are believing is that the players and managers will adapt to the rule, much like they have adapted in the NFL. Uh, you know, and I, I always think back to the middle of like, I, I want to say it was like after 2006, they modified, you know, the, the defensive holding rules and they made it much more difficult for defensive backs to cover wide receivers because they wanted more offense. And they watched Ty Law just basically hold uh, Marvin Harrison uh, in, in the entirety of a playoff game. Yep. And so they, they basically modified the rules. So I, 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 sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, you know, but I think, I don't know, I just, Watching the games over the weekend, it was amazing watching how fast it was going. Yeah, I mean, and I knew that it was going to change the game. I, I, I guess, was naive to the fact that I didn't think it was going to change it that much. And by the way, they do have the clock most of the time in these games. It's visible to the viewer right now. It's not going to be that way when the regular season starts. Well, they gonna- should. They should have. They have that bug in the corner. They should just do it like the NBA does it. You know, I have it up there like a twenty-four second clock. Why yeah, not? yeah, I guess I'm just talking about the one that's there for the players to see. That's that's slightly distracting for. But I mean, yeah, you could have it. You could have it like that. Like the Yes Network has it there, um, which is which is interesting. I mean, do you want to see that every time, I, 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 though, or is that distracting? Um, I would like to see uh, you see the bug up in the corner. Yeah, just just have a little drop down, a little drop down area. Maybe a little drop down, and then we'll see how it goes. But it's. Um, that guy got hit in the nuts with the ball. Yeah, he might have been, yeah. But this, I don't know if he wears a cup. Most guys don't wear a cup, but maybe first yeah. basemen do wear cups. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you would think. Yeah, maybe I would hope so. Right. A, little, a lot of bounces there. Yeah. Hey, but, hey Stephen Waldron, CBS. Uh, good morning, Stephen. How are you? Good morning, guys. Yeah. So why did you choose that highlight? Because that guy got hit in the nuts with the with the pop. Is that why? No, because it had the pitch clock at the bottom right, like you guys were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah but he, you, he got hit right in the in the stones. There. Right, but did you you did notice how he got hit in the nuts with the baseball, right? As soon as you said that, yeah, I did. Yeah, all right, very good. Well, you picked you picked <laughs> it was a, a good good, single, so that's how we have it called. Right. Okay. Well, you picked a good highlight there, Stephen. Oh, by the <laughs> way, Stephen, do you like the uh, pitch clock or no? <laughs> it's certainly different. Uh, the big the big story was the Braves game that got called on the violation. Yeah. But yeah, but that and curious to see if that happens in the regular season. Yeah, but see, that's exactly what Steven said right there. I'll see if it happens in the regular season. Well, uh, maybe because those are the rules. It should be happening in the regular season. You're going to tell will. me that the umpires are are just at that point going to be like, you know what? Because this is a critical situation, let's not enforce the rules at this point. No, it's going to happen, man. I'm yeah. telling you, it is going to happen. You are out. You are out. He just starts laughing. The guy. But yeah, I mean this this is the new normal. As they say, Boomer, this is the new normal in baseball. I'm not even sure that the umpires truly understand it all yet either. 
You know, especially when it comes to, I, yeah, I don't know, the shift. Can can there be a five-man infield and a two-man outfield? I, we saw that in the game. There was there was a five-man infield. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's not the shift, but it's, there's always, just as you mentioned Belichick before, there's yeah. always somebody who is going to find those loopholes to figure things out that the people who came up with the rules didn't think of when they made the rules. <laughs> I mean, and no one was really thinking about five man infields when they banned the shift. Probably- I, I mean, you know, the thing, the 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 thing about all of this is that you know, at least Major League Baseball has the minor leagues to run this stuff through. Yeah, to see what happens and see how it impacts the game, and then if, and if they feel like it has a positive impact, then they can bring it to the majors. It's not like the NFL can, you know run this through college football or the XFL or the USFL. Maybe they could take some of the ideas that some of these teams have or these leagues have, but then they're, they're really not going to do that. Major League Baseball controls minor league baseball, so therefore they can run some of these rules as a testing ground, which turns out to be exactly what's going on here right now. So I, for me anyway, just the first weekend of it, it was startling because it's happening so fast, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, and I, I bet you there are lots of, and we'll get calls on both sides of it, but I bet you there's a lots of, of older baseball fans who hate it, who hate the idea of this, that it's going to ruin the game for them. The fact that it's untimed and it's you could sit around and it doesn't matter what's going on and if the game went three and a half hours, who cares? There's going to be a lot of those folks who, who absolutely are going to hate this. But like for someone like me, you know, if you're telling me that most of the games are going to start at 7 and end at 9.30, I mean, that to me is a dream come true. A majority of the game is going to be over at 9.30? That doesn't happen. I mean, you know, we're up 10, 10, 15, 10, yeah, for 30. What, for like, what we do, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, what, are you kidding me? This is great. That's why I think that's what we're so excited about. <laughs> yes. Like, you're telling me a majority of the game, even if they start, like, a, some of these uh, first pitches are 640 or something. Like, you have a 640 in a two-and-a-half-hour game. You're done by nine? Holy hell. Holy hell is right. That's been asking for this my whole life. I will say that, you know, one... But however, the NHL did their their clock timing and no no commercials on icings and things of that nature. Yeah, it has made the game it's sped up the game, and it's made the game a lot more enjoyable. I, it, it just really has. And you know the fact that you know there's only one timeout per team, and very rarely do the coaches even use that. You know they may use it for a challenge or whatever, but it it very rarely ever stops the game. And when you have a game where there aren't a lot of face-offs, I mean, that game is flying by. And the only reason that game doesn't go any faster is because they got they got to put the Zambonis on the ice. That's <laughs> yeah. the only reason. Right. Yep. And, and really, I, I'll tell you, going to the Garden or going to UBS, knowing that you're going to be there, let's say, for a, a total of three and a half hours. Get there a little bit early. You know, you may, may hang a little late just to let some of the traffic go or, or whatever. It's three and a half hours. Yep. It's 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 doable. It's manageable, especially for what we do for a living. But also, like if you have kids, well, there's lots of people who are very very busy with their lives that want to go to games, and faster games means better quality of life. I would think if you want to take a kid to a game and a game starts at six forty, you're more likely to do it now if you're if you feel like you're going to get out of there by nine o'clock. That's right, and not miss half the game. I don't know. I just felt it it was fast. It it took me a while to get used to it. But I kind of liked it, and watching this one, this one uh, duel between this pitcher and Cespedes' younger brother 
it was like all I needed to know about exactly what the hell this was going to be because this kid was catching the ball and firing it, catching it and firing it. You know, I think it was one fouled off. There was one ball. There were two strikes, and then they got called out on the third strike. It was over. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I liked it. So.